0: All right, guys, here we go. Nordy's podcast. we got a special episode coming up here. We're going to talk all about local sports, the NBA coming back. We're going to talk about Fight Island, all kinds of things. And then we're really lucky to have a special interview with one of my oldest friends, Scott Wilkie. He's coming on. He's going to be talking um, about some of the recent name change talk um, in professional sports. And he's a great guy, a community leader, and uh, an advocate for Native Americans. So stick around for that amazing interview as well. Here we go. Nordy's podcast. And here we go, Nordy's podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys? Pretty good, man.
1: I'm great, man. Hugh?
0: I'm great. And also, one of my longtime friends, friend of the pod, Scott Wilkie. He's hey, here with hey, us today. thanks for having me, guys. Making his first appearance. So, good to have you here, Scott. How you been?
2: Hey, man, I'm great. I'm uh, glad to be here. Uh, really excited because I know you guys are talking about some topics today that are near and dear to me. And uh glad we can hang out and try some of these tasty beers.
0: Yeah, so it's going to be a good time. Um Before we dive into this episode, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Nordy's Podcast. Also, subscribe on Podbean Podcast app or Spotify and get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week. And we appreciate it. Yeah, thank you in advance. Yeah, if you didn't rate us yet, like, what are you (laughs) doing? It's like a quick
1: job.
3: You didn't use one of your, like, stupid adjectives, too, fantastically.
0: Yeah, I just said great, kind of boring. Mm. (laughs) I'll work on that. Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, so help us out with that. Help spread the word about your favorite podcast, the Nordy's podcast. And here we go. We're drinking another beer from our good friends at Drecker. They sent them into town. They wanted us to try some cool stuff on the pod, and uh, we are. So we're drinking some really good stuff. What is this one? This is the Raspberry Pomegranate Plum
3: Brains Double Fruit Smoothie Sour. Holy shit, that's a mouthful. Yeah, <laughs> It's fucking good. I love it.
0: Um. hmm yeah, this is great. Um
3: I think I like the cucumber one just a little bit better, yep. but I think this is still really good. Me too. I Me thought too. the
0: cucumber was better, um just cuz it was some flavors I wasn't so used to, but um if cucumber's not your thing, this one probably is. So How cool. do they
3: get the smoothie consistency? Like it's this feels crazy. like Jamba juice. Yeah, it like, does. With alcohol.
0: I think it's like yeah, yeah. What are those things? Naked juice?
3: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like boozy naked, naked juice. Yeah. I feel I
0: really like didn't we think that would work, but I, I feel, feel like it we would. just
3: Stumbled upon a brilliant business idea, but we can talk about that later. Cool, cool.
0: Yeah. um, All right, guys. So we're going to enjoy this. Thanks again to Drecker um, for hooking us up this week. Um, definitely get yourself up to Fargo, North Dakota and go to Bruhalla.
1: Go, because like they got trip. Moorhead sure. right
0: there. They got Junkyard. It's like yeah. a, it can be like a beer destination. It's a little beer trip for you, so go up and do that. All right, guys. So here we go. We're diving into some sports news. Um, First up, Cam. Cam Newton, former MVP, uh, heading to the most successful franchise of all time, maybe, in football? Sure. Is that fair to say? I I would say. You know, at least of the last 20 years, maybe all time.
3: There's going to be some people in Wisconsin that are going to disagree, but fuck them. Um, So yeah, I would say that they've definitely been the most successful
0: so cam's on his way there he's making seven and a half million i believe for the one year deal he has definitely a little prove it opportunity for cam um this guy was an mvp a few years ago he was on a 15 and 1 team he went to a super bowl um he was one of the premier players in the game did he lose to the patriots uh, he lost to the broncos the broncos that's to right that's Peyton right. Manning and the yeah. broncos in the super bowl you mean von um, miller and yeah, their yeah. defense yeah 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 right um, but yeah, I mean, this guy is is a premier quarterback when he's healthy. Can he be healthy? That's the thing. I believe he's thirty one. Is all 32 31 I mean, it's just not that old in it's the like NFL. Not even prime time. Yeah, and so, can
3: he displace Jared Stidham? I think that <laughs> who's I, that? Who Jared? What
1: Jared Stidham? He, but so, maybe not. I mean, it's a joke, but like that's actually a good question. He might
0: not. And, and you know, they're both Auburn guys. Um. Cam was a national champ. Cam, I believe, won the Heisman. I mean, he's been one of the premier players in the NFL for some time. Now, I'm not here trying to pretend like he has everything he had a few years ago or that injuries haven't taken their toll on his body because they most definitely have. Um, But if he can be um, 70% of the player he was at one time with that Patriots team around him, I think that they might have just backed themselves uh, up into that spot that they've been in for so long. Uh, Once again, in a tough a, uh, AFC East, and they might be the favorites to win it again. Now it,
3: it feels a little Randy Moss esque, like yeah. in that they got a guy who still got some stuff left in the tank, um, and then just comes in and lights the whole thing on fire. The only question I have is like Cam has never really run the offense that that they have, which is like a lot of quick reads with good decision making. I don't know if he fits that bill, so to speak. And this is this is not a a, a knock on him as a QB because. He was in Ron Rivera's system for the entire time. And that was more of a like lots of long dropbacks and plenty of time and that kind of thing. Um, so it'll be
0: interesting to see how this fits. Um, I we, think we, that, we, exciting. I yeah, think I'm that excited. McDaniels and Belichick have wanted a quarterback who can do what Cam can do for a long time. And so I think that they are gonna be well, excited. Kind of,
3: but they were winning Super Bowls with Tom Brady, so I don't know if they needed they were to pretty change that. for another yeah. quarterback. You no, know,
0: no, but I think that like you saw this year that they didn't ask Tom back. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that they've wanted to see what they could do with a guy who was a little mobile an for some time. An athletic quarterback, yeah. and, You know, I mean, they weren't complaining to have Tom Brady ever, but, you know, I think that Belichick has been very interested in what an offense can look like on his team when he has a guy who is a threat in a few different ways. So. And there is
3: no coach better at adopting their system to the personnel as opposed to vice versa mm-hmm. than the Belichick-led Patriots.
0: I'm pumped. That's fair. I mean, I'm, yeah.
1: I'm excited to see it it shouldn't have a huge impact on the vikings so why not <laughs> cool. i'm not going to be cheering for the patriots <laughs> nice by any means nice nice to
3: watch from afar yeah exactly yeah, yeah.
1: like it should be fun i mean the, i'm going to it'll be fun to watch the bucks too you can draft them in fantasy but there you go
0: okay next up big 10 going to conference only season okay so big 10 football big 10 football yeah. they're dropping all of um their non conference games, which is gonna be really tough on the sisters of the poor that the gophers were gonna play. Um I think they had like Tennessee Tech University. Um I think that they had Well it like, also
3: eliminates the possibility that we were gonna lose to like South Dakota State. I think we in, were like a thirty eight, thirty one shootout kind of I think situation. we were playing
0: like the mining academy of West Virginia, you know. <laughs> like we no, we're playing some just loser teams this year, um, but you know what? Um, I'm glad that they're going to try to still have college football. I'm skeptical about when this will be played. I kind of think this is going to be a spring sport at this time. Uh, just one year. Well, didn't the Ivy League already do that? Um, no, JUCO did. I think Ivy League also said to spring. Spring only. Yeah. Okay, Ivy League and well, JUCO have gone to spring already. I think everyone else is going to follow suit. Not going to be far behind. And yeah. I think you're going to get. Um, I think you're going to get canceled. High school. Fall sports, and you're gonna get delayed college. I think the NFL is gonna do it because they are the person in the store who refuses to wear a mask. Yeah. Um. Did you hear?
3: Did you hear the other like? Um. It started off as like a an offhanded comment on like the NFL Network or like maybe it was the SEC show or something, where one of the commentators said that they feel like all of the coaches in the SEC are encouraging their players to go out and be involved in the public and go to parties and yeah. try and get COVID so that then <laughs> yeah, they can, they can, so up. no, but it seriously, is, so that but, they I can mean, say they've already had it. They've got antibodies. They're fine. And we can play because they're so desperate to make sure that they have a season. And that's really fucked Ooh. up.
1: It Ooh. is. Just it move is. It is. Into the spring right that, now. Though. Honestly though, you, what you're doing when you're moving it to the spring is you're just moving it out. You're really just moving it out. And mm-hmm. so we'll see when the spring comes. Maybe they'll be the at that point they might have to cancel it altogether. So No, I agree. So it's not a guarantee if they move it's it to not, the spring. It's
0: just you're 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 probably doubling your chances that it works well. I, I just I would I would just like to see everyone make that call. God, and,
3: and then what if spring football sticks? What if they're just like, you know what, this was uh, way better. What
0: if they're just like, um in the spring, they're like hey, we know you're all depressed, but here's every TV show, and here's <laughs> all March Madness, yeah. and here is the playoffs for the NBA and the NHL, and here's college football, and here's every movie that's been delayed. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't like going outside anyways. That sounds perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, so there you go. Also, um, I love the fact that Notre Dame like doesn't know what they're going to do. Like I hate Notre Dame. I hate them. What a loser group that is. They're like we used to be awesome in the eighties and nineties. We used to play in games that they called Catholics versus convicts. That's true. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? Whoa! Racist as fuck. Literally, Miami was the convict team, <laughs> and Notre Dame was the Catholic
3: team. And there was a guy. This and the whole thing about that was there was this dude that was selling these T-shirts, yeah. like hot. You know, uh, illegally made t shirts. No. And he was okay, like raking in like 10 bucks a shirt, selling 10,000
0: of them. Yeah. It's messed up. So to hey, me,
1: what's what if the
0: fans want it? So Notre Dame is technically not in a conference. They're going to try to piggyback their way into playing an ACC schedule. And I hope that everyone just kicks them to the curb because who ha- they're like we would we'd make less money if we didn't have our own television deal. I'm like oh like every other team mm. exactly yeah that mm. uh, yeah, uh, you could tough. have
3: remedied like 15 years ago yeah. by joining an actual conference. And
0: uh, but I have to say the only thing I like about Notre Dame is the um they're the Dallas Cowboys of college football where every year at the beginning of the year all of the people on TV are like is this the Cowboys year to win the Super Bowl I think Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott are going to be enough that's what Jerry Jones brilliant Jerry Jones thinks and then every year they're seven and nine you're like yeah we've seen that one before like I it's Notre Dame the same way are they gonna go to the national championship this year um, well, didn't they go
3: like three years
0: ago? Yeah, with Monte Mante Teo and his invisible girlfriend. And they got uh,
3: yes. trashed. That was, that was they
0: got destroyed. And it was a hard choice for me because I had to decide what I like less, people who are really religious or the South. Because <laughs> they played Alabama. <laughs> Some overlap was, there. Was but. that
3: was that Tua's like first game or something like that? No, No. Okay. no
0: but they just thrashed him. It was like forty eight to nothing, and Mante Teo was like tackling his invisible girl for the whole Aww. game. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, yeah, so Big Ten conference football. Um, somehow the gophers get to avoid both Ohio State and Penn State.
1: Yes, it's that, great. That, that's it's how it kind of you know, breaks down. So yeah, we
0: we we get Michigan, um, Wisconsin, and Iowa are your big tough games. So um, Iowa is going to be the first game of the year, which will be tough at home. Um, you have to go to Wisconsin. You have to play Michigan at home. You win those three games. I mean, you're... that's
3: that's actually like pretty favorable. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. I mean, you know, you're going to have to play Wisconsin. You're going to have to beat them. Um, you're probably going to get Michigan, Iowa, Nebraska, Northwestern. Purdue, Purdue, Michigan State. Yeah, you used to say throw Michigan State in there, and that's a pretty decent. It's an okay conference schedule, schedule. But, but you skip out on the two big ones, we have, and we have Illinois too. But should yeah, be a pushover. That's a pushover.
0: Um, yeah. So there you go. We'll look forward to that one. We're going to move on to soccer now. Okay. Okay. Um, while we we're recording this, Minnesota United got absolutely thrashed. Um, up and down the field, they were down one nothing uh they got a uh the other team i don't even know who they played who did they play today kansas city sporting 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 kc KC. yeah they they got a red card in the 74th minute and um minnesota united got an own goal by (laughs) sporting kc in the 90th minute and then they scored a 97th minute winner to win the game so wow
3: and that was uh seven minutes of extra time too yes
0: seven minutes of extra time so there you go minnesota united top of their group they looked like shit As (laughs) as <laughs> the whole game looks so ugly it was really watching hey, too much premier league. hey 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 it's a W. it's a double we're celebrating it's a, a, w. Celebrating. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. local right. w yeah um so uh yeah we're happy to have them back at this point in time there's really not a sport that could come on um that i wouldn't try to get into um because we are pretty desperate for content at this time um so having mls back along with the premier league i've been betting on golf so Ooh, that's where i'm at cool. holy shit how do you bet on golf
3: just who is gonna have a better do you go door to round? door and
1: just try to take bets or how does it?
3: <laughs> I mean, you do it online, <laughs> but online, yeah. okay, yeah, 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 that's you want to take a bet?
1: I would, yeah, I'll get throw me some action like okay. for sure.
0: All right, um, so MLS is back, they're doing this tournament style thing to get people into it. Like some of the teams have had to like opt out because they all have COVID. It seems it seems pretty bad mm. um it seems like a problem to me uh, a lot of guys can't play um one team was about to play and then they had to like clean out their lockers because someone tested positive it seems like it's going to be a mess um but you know we'll see if this is going to continually happen this throughout is the fall gonna, yeah it's yeah, going yeah. it, to this is just going to keep happening yeah um so other than that the Premier League we're getting down to the very end of the season and this is the craziest part of the season where we have a champion already in place Liverpool having one of the greatest seasons in Premier League history and then on top of that you have all the teams fighting for relegation so there's five teams or four teams fighting one already relegated to Norwich but you have Bournemouth you have Watford you have Aston Villa and you have West Ham fighting to stay up two of them stay up two of them go down and all four of them won this weekend.
3: They were all feisty. They're yeah. all feisty. They're all and winning big. Bournemouth beat uh the fourth place team Leicester. <laughs> Killed them. Which is Destroyed them. Great, Great them. for yeah. you guys.
0: Killed them four to one. Um, Watford had two wins in a row now. Aston Villa got their first win since the restart. I think that this is the best argument um for uh relegation. relegation. Yeah. Because at the end of an NBA season, um they're like, and uh Carl Anthony Towns is sitting out. He is hands are sore from playing video games last night. And in this, I mean these dudes are literally fighting for their paycheck. I mean they're they're going to lose a lot of money. The teams some of them never come back. I mean that's what people don't understand. Stoke City, you know, just 3 years ago was up in the Premier League snapping players legs left and right and now they're in the third division of English t- t- football. I mean it's crazy. Yeah. So, that's something really exciting to watch. Um, But one thing that was not good, um, Wilfred Zaha, um, Crystal Palace's winger, um, you know, one of the better players in the Premier League, um, was racially abused online, uh, leading to, like, a major investigation. Well, not only... It was, like,
1: like credible threats,
0: and it was not just, like, some off-comment. The threats was the big thing. It
1: was, like, very targeted.
0: Um, So, this morning, they arrested a 12-year-old boy, which is sad kind of and crazy. Uh, crazy um just to think of like how radicalized like someone that age can be where they're making like scary credible racist threats to professional athletes so
3: and then um just to to make it a one step further or take it one step further um tammy abraham also woke up to the same thing not to the level of threats but they were calling him tammy ape mm. and it's like what i i just don't understand that at all. It's
1: it's really deeply rooted over there with with English football. The it's bananas deep, on the it's field. It's deeply rooted chanting, all over the place. It's really really horrible. People getting uh, you know, hate crimed in the subways or the tubes, whatever the hell they call them over there, after matches, stuff like that. It's, it's, it's pretty ugly. It's not just here in America.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, you can just picture it. Like, you know, the person wakes up, they take the plastic wrap off of the hole in the wall that's the window, and then they remove the sheet pan that they found um, from the outside of the window. They look out their window, and then they only have racist thoughts about all of the terrible people uh, in the world that don't look like them. That's, Much like you your really meme. painted a picture. Yes. Yeah. Much like you're me and you. Posted. I would. Yes, okay. Yes, I definitely. was gonna say I would love to follow that
3: logic, but all right, I'm with you. It's
0: just like <laughs> people whose lives suck blaming it on people who look different than them. Yeah. You know, and like it's just it's just so old. So if you're racist, you can fuck right off and not listen to our show. Yeah. Turn it off. Um. Yeah. Also, uh, last thing. But give <laughs> us a five star. <laughs> <laughs> you racist piece of shit. Way out. <laughs> Thank you. All right, last thing, VAR. Um, I think everyone has a gripe with VAR. Where are you guys feeling with VAR at the moment? Because it is absolutely hectic. Um, what gets what gets reviewed, what doesn't? How closely we review things. Um, do you think it's been a net positive or a negative on the game? I think it's been a net negative, honestly. I think <clears throat> the officials do a pretty good job
3: overall, um, but the the all this has done is shed a brighter spotlight on the lack of consistency for ways, uh, games are refereed even between halves, but also between like the way like different referees. And I know this is like a, this is a baseball human element argument that's, that's been around a lot longer than all of us have even been alive. Um, but I think that, now you're listening to the broadcast and like, well, I don't know. His, his shoelace looks like it could be offside. And then like, Eric, we were debating um, over text. And from one angle, the... I forget who it was that scored. Vardy. Var, Jamie Vardy was offside. It, like, it looked like his shoulder could have been offside or his head could have been offside. But then on the angle I sent you that they were using for the official review, he was definitely onside. Or at least it was more plausible that they his, could view it as on-site. His foot onsite. was
0: on that view. You could see clear as day foot. But is that where he, they were measuring? It's so impossible. And the camera systems aren't good enough. Well, I just think that... Mm. Th- and that just leads to the lack of inconsist... Or the, 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 the notion of
3: inconsistency in and amongst how they're reviewing this. However, FIFA has said they're now taking over all of the VAR... So maybe that will add um, a layer of corruption to the whole thing. Yeah. You can, you can a slip the guy a layer of grand. organized crime. A really interesting corruption wrinkle. I love this. No, but it, I, I think at least, I think at the very least, you will have a set of like, if you want to trust NFL, NHL, like a lot of the, the uh, NCAA football, they're doing all these like booth reviews. Yeah. And it's solely the booth and it's solely like this independent source. I think that's probably better. Like John or uh, uh, Eric, if they were like Mike Dean is reviewing this in the uh, booth today, you'd be like, Well, this is going against us yeah. for sure. And I feel like if they just have these sort of like neutral parties, like you said, yes, FIFA's the most corrupt organized crime unit in all of the world other than the Catholic Church. But <laughs> oh, <laughs> but <laughs> not wrong. But <laughs> <It's> not <right>. <laughs> <laughs> but the point being, like at least it feels neutral at that point as opposed to referees who you know have like known bias so i i
0: i like that they're moving to that because the current system isn't working i think it's it's wild though just like what gets called and what doesn't so um just in the last few days you had eddie and ketia from arsenal sent off for what i thought was a red card i did he he goes. I think for it was a little harsh. I think it was borderline. It was tough. It was you know. But he gets him with the with the cleats in the side of the knee. It was reckless. I don't know if it's a red though. Yeah. So he gets a red for that. The next day, um, Tarkowski, uh, defender for Burnley, um, like pretty much just kicks a guy in the side of the knee, much worse, and they give him a yellow. They don't even review it. Then the next day, Aston Villa, who's fighting for their lives, money on the line, you know, tens of millions of dollars on the line. Um, a guy goes in for a challenge, uh, uh, Fernandez from man United steps on his ankle and then falls Ste- steps down on the defender's ankle, steps mm-hmm. on the defender's ankle and then falls down and they give him a penalty, which they score a goal on. I, it just, to me, they, they're looking at these on video and they don't even know what they're looking for. Yeah. And so I think that they've got a real problem. It, it kind of takes away from the game um, until there's, like you were saying, a level of consistency. I kind of don't want it. You know what
3: else I don't like and I realized I didn't like it is the debate amongst the announcing crew Yeah. of like, well, I don't know. And then they just sort of like take an ambiguous take because they're trying not to sound biased. Yeah. But I don't care what they think. But that's and that,
1: super common in American football too. And
3: I realized how much... I like I never noticed it before I in like soccer it. I
1: like hearing their opinions generally I, or like they they even have like what is it Mike Pereira go but, to Mike Pereira he's just like oh. a football guy right yeah, but, I know no, but, no, but he, saying, he's like, saying whatever the, that dude that's like he's supposed to be the ref expert
3: yeah but do we want that in soccer which is like yeah. the one that like doesn't have we, those breaks yeah, The
1: things we like about soccer are different than and, the things we like about but now
3: that's football. starting to trickle in yeah. and I don't want that to happen because the game is a lot more pure than the American sports
0: all right really. next up uh, UFC Fight Island we checked it out. Um, lots of title fights. You went there, yeah. We went to Fight Island Uh, virtually, yeah. Um, lots of good title fights. Um, do you think that COVID has been helpful to the UFC because they've been one of the sports that's individual? They can go really small. They don't have to have big teams. They can come in in little tiny groups, and also they um politically don't give a fuck. There they are caring politically. Mm Um, has covid been helpful to ufc do you think their standing is in a better place now in the sports world than it was six months ago
1: yes and i think in general like we were talking about this too as we were watching the matches like is you know what's the level of popularity compared to like when rampage jackson and they had you know Chocolate the, and those the ultimate fighter show which everybody watch um back when there was four cable channels and we didn't have a fucking choice right but um and we think it, it's fallen off, but now here we are. Here we are talking about it. Here we are watching it. Here we are. I think I've seen two pay-per-views since then, since yeah. COVID, which before previous three years, zero. So I think it has. I, I really think that people are have, need something to pay attention to.
3: I think they're what they've done in terms of visibility and making sure that all the prelims and the undercard stuff is on ESPN – so they have a major national market mm-hmm. for, for all your thoughts about ESPN sucking. But at least if they have that on, people are going to be tuned in. Yeah. Um, and then you get the pay-per-view. So like, I think they've done a really good job marketing themselves as like kind of one of the only games in town. Like, do you want to watch golf or UFC? And I think there's a large portion of the country that says, I would so much rather watch UFC. Mm-hmm. And they're willing to fork over the money for the pay-per-view, even though most of the prelims are on ESPN. Um, so... I think their reputation has improved. I think some of their fighters suck as human beings, but still yeah. entertaining. Watch them get their ass beat when they're super racist, and they get their face beat in by um, a, a black dude. I forget who, what was. Usman. The yeah, Usman. Like a couple Usman. weeks ago, yeah. When he Fucking beat the piss him. out of uh, Cerrone. No, when he beat up no. uh,
0: the racist guy uh, Covington, Kobe Covington, Covington, yeah. Yeah. Donald Trump's best buddy. Um, yeah, so there you go. Let's move on quick to the NBA. Um, NBA. Coming back, everyone's so pumped. The bubble stuff has been hilarious. Have you guys been watching them post how the food, the food yeah. is so terrible and everything's so bad? Rajon Rondo posted himself in some fancy-ass hotel room and was like, this is like a Motel 6.
1: Yeah, fuck that.
0: <laughs> I do not feel for these guys one bit. Um, and I'm not saying that I don't feel for them in a way that they're risking themselves or have to be away from their families. But I do think that the luxuries that they have are going to be plenty. Um, it seems like the food has gotten better in the few days that they've been there already. Um, yeah, the one, jokes it, about it, I'm going to lose fifty pounds and then they it, show like it the did high look, school. It did look like an
3: airplane meal well. Like it looked like you something you get on like an overnight flight to. This wasn't a it. meal.
1: It was like a piece of chicken over here, and then some dry noodles over here, and then like and then a some watermelon dressed like, salad yeah. over here. It's <laughs> just and, like, bad. Just <laughs> yeah. too much styrofoam everywhere. It didn't look good.
0: My okay.
1: I'm not even picky,
0: and it didn't look. It's good.
2: Not like they can't afford like Uber Eats, dude. It's
1: like come yeah, on. right, exactly. Just cater
0: it every night. Like, They're in Florida, so literally everything's open. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, I think that um, the NBA. Uh, imagine what the black market, like, um, uh, escort service business is like in Florida right now with the NBA in town. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, bumping. I, I don't it's know. Doing well. It's getting... <laughs> But their wives and children are joining them shortly. Nah, Just nah, stop. Nah, this is pure. not until they get down to the final eight teams. That's yeah. like that's like September, <laughs> <laughs> and they can't leave. Um, no, I, I'm pumped about this and uh, a couple of things that are happening in the NBA. Um, first, they have the social justice jerseys. Um, So, Mm -hmm. the players are going to be able to put some kind of social justice thing on their back of their jerseys if they choose to. Um, It was super controversial that Anthony Davis and LeBron James both said that they will not be doing that Mm -hmm. Um, with uh, their jerseys. People were like, what? Does LeBron not care about people And he was like, dude, I think my actions speak louder than what I put on the back of my jersey. Um, And it's
1: kind of weird. They put in like uh, like 25 phrases that were allowed and you could choose from there. So I think he maybe had a problem with that and didn't want to pick one. I mean, obviously, there's Black Lives Matter, but there's group economics or something was one of them things i don't i would that understand. one for sure. yeah i mean yeah. i don't know what message that <laughs> maybe that is something and i just don't know what it is but i think the message would ring hollow they'd be no like oh
0: my god that's three three pointers in a row from eric group economics partners <laughs> <laughs> um no honestly uh The other thing is, is that. I mean, if you made three three pointers in a row, that
3: would definitely be their reaction. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, He's spreading the wealth, dude. All over the fucking floor, (laughs) all over the spreadsheet.
0: Um, Yeah, so the other thing is, the players are going to have to come, they're going to have to show up to the games in uniform, (laughs) which is going to be a big change because usually they. (laughs)
3: Dude, that's the biggest part of their brand. Is walking in walking on those, in. those new those If Russell Westbrook yeah. can't wear yeah, yeah. the Hell weird yeah. weird, yeah. weird yeah. stuff,
0: Russell Westbrook, like, what's he gonna do? He's gonna have to. Only, I I know what he's gonna have to do though. Halloween masks. He can't wear the glasses though. He's gonna have to wear Halloween masks. He's gonna have to come in. They're gonna be like Jason is now wearing a Halloween <laughs> uh, or a, a, a Houston Rockets jersey. You know, oh, he's now wearing an inch turtle, you know, mask. He's just gonna have to do something different because what is he gonna do? I don't, I don't really know. Show well, up in his jersey. I, he's creative. Like He'll they're not going. But they're not. I gonna be able, to, yeah. I think hey, because of the, the whole thing,
3: they're not going to have the cameraman in the yeah. in the tunnel. You're not going to get the tunnel cams anymore. It's the same with the Premier League, dude. The Premier League with the tunnel, and they got the guys standing next to each other, and it's like, do they hate each other? Most of them don't. Mm-hmm. But like having them walk in from the bus in their new outfit with the fur coat and the glasses and their new
0: headset, I'm going to miss that. Beats by Dre. I'm going to miss that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, do we get any news on the Wolves? Are they just not doing anything? The who? They're not going to do anything. Timberwolves, I can't nothing. believe last week you were like, they're going to do this loser tournament. tournament. No The way. toilet
1: bowl, yeah. That's
3: not going to happen. What about um? You Tibbs. heard that on Twitter. What about guaranteed? Tibbs possibly oh, yeah. going to the Knicks? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. I want him in the league <laughs> so bad. The Knicks
1: cannot get out of their own way. Yes. It's so funny. Those young guys are going to fucking hate him. Yes. Oh, it's, it's just going to be just cold. Like I want them to hate It's him like so bad.
2: watching the dude you hate in your grade start to hang out with your ex and you're like oh yeah you go <laughs> yes. for it yeah it's gonna be great <laughs> i cannot wait to see how this plays out i mean it ends in him
1: getting fired midway through the season guaranteed all right, it'll so uh, be fun
3: so we're gonna move I on i thought you're gonna say it's about that dude you hated starting a multi-level marketing uh, oh, yeah. scheme yeah. and then hitting you up on facebook oh. being like hey man it's been a while yeah it's
2: it's never been better to be a male in the world and to not have female friends hitting me up to do beauty counter and whatever new shake is coming <laughs> I out. Know, I feel like, for them. God, really. dude, you can't even have friends as a woman these days yeah. because they're just asking They're just trying to uh, pray. Uh, on each Sarah, other. why didn't you buy my foundation yet? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I noticed you have some bumps on your forehead. Yeah. I've got some and you haven't bought any. Like dude, you can't even make real friends. I know it's way off topic.
0: But <laughs> I love, I love when the people hit you up, though, bring the randomness. I love and they it. want to join. They, they want you to join in what they're doing. And then they always are like, Hey, what are you, how you been doing? We haven't talked for so long. And I'm like, we never talked. Yeah. <laughs> We never talked. <laughs> we're starting now. What are you leading with? Like, hey, dude, uh, I used to be friends with someone you were friends with, and they said you were a really cool dude, and I know really cool dudes love pyramid schemes. And I'm yeah. like, click. Yeah. yeah All right, yeah, guys. Um, we're drinking one last beer here um, from our good friends over at Drecker. They sent this one down. Um, this one's on topic. We should be going to NFL talk after this. What is it?
3: Purple people eater, uh, blueberry basil sour ale. I think we've definitely had this one before, yep. um, or at least some version of it. Um but yeah this is uh I mean, it's exactly what it says it's a blueberry basil sour ale. There you and go. I like this one. I don't I like, think I don't think I like the basil I, I don't think I like the basil as much mm, I yeah. as I wanted to.
0: Put the cucumber back in. That was really Mix nice. it in some oregano. Um no I think that this one is lighter than the other ones. Um mm-hmm. everything has been so damn heavy that we had and that wasn't a bad thing but I think uh it's good that this one is definitely an ale. And it's got some fun flavors, so keep up the great work, Drecker. Everyone head up to uh, Fargo. Check them out, our good friends over at Drecker. Thanks again. Word. All right, guys, here we go. We're going to dive back into um, our topic from last week, Um, maybe the big topic of uh, sports right now, um, and that is uh, the changing of the names of some racist-ass names that we all knew should have been changed a long time ago, and suddenly something's going to happen. sounds like in the next few days we're going to get a new Redskins name,
1: that's, I think. That's the word. That's the that's, announcement.
0: That's got to happen. So uh, we have Scott Wilkie here. Um, he's really outspoken about um, the issue. And uh, did you listen to what we had to say yeah, last week? Yeah. So it was,
2: it was sweet. I was I, I saw the, the title for the pod and I was like, oh, all right, here we go. And I, I got to say two things. First of all, well, for people who don't know who I am, I basically I'm, I, I've known Eric and Jim for a long time. Um, I'm not. A community leader, or some, I'm just a guy who's native and like I have a native family, and so I'm very uh, I'm passionate about two things in life and it's uh, kids and child development and social justice. And this is kind of the crossroads of these two issues, and, and we can kind of talk about that and why. Um, and 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 basically, uh, the whole racist mascot thing it, it basically boils down to like native youth, like that's that's the big deal, right? Okay, like mm-hmm. let's th- just to kind of break the ice on it right let's imagine you're a uh i don't know 12 year old kid and like a lot of like native families like powwows are a big deal which is why this covid thing really sucks like that's what like like if you look at like a powwow schedule around the state it's actually crazy like every weekend across the state right so let's say it's september on a saturday uh you go to a powwow weekend come back with your family on sunday you flip on the tv and it's you know cowboys versus redskins and you see you know a bunch of 40-year-old white dudes showing up in headdresses and basically like mocking your culture and you're like like that sucks mm-hmm. right and that's that's what i care about because basically like every if you look through like the channels of history in this country for the last you know 5 600 years right everything that negative that's been done like in the end affects native kids worse than anybody else and mm-hmm. so that's that's where this kind of issue boils down for me now again going back to what i said in kind of my intro there like you know i am just a guy who's passionate about this issue and i know a lot about it and so i can speak to yeah. it and i have to say like after listening to the pod i reached out back out to eric and i was like hey like and you too i was like hey mm-hmm. man like if you want me to come on and talk about it like i'd love to like this is you know this is like one of my favorite topics to discuss with people a lot of people don't know about it and i have to say like two things one you guys are the only podcast radio show tv show that i've seen in or heard that's actually like invited somebody who's native on to talk about an issue that affects native people. Like, yeah. we talk about like George Floyd, you know, got killed not too far from here, right? So, what does K Fan, like the big Minneapolis sports station, do? Oh, they invite on, you know, Ron Johnson, who's a, you know, a black guy and he's a prominent, you know, guy in the community talking about the issues and stuff. And like, he's a guest on the show, right? So yeah. it's like you bring in people who are knowledgeable of the topic to talk about it. Like, it just makes Kinda sense. Makes Nobody's sense, done right? that, right? Yeah. And I also have and the other thing is, like, you guys, like off the cuff, knew so much more than the average person I was and I have to say, like I was really impressed by it. Like, like honestly, like when so Eric brought up, like let's just get right into it. Like the Redskins, right? The the actual name of the team, right? So in Winona, Minnesota, which isn't too far from here, like less than two lifetimes ago, there was a um, in their newspaper, there was an ad printed out at the top that said, um, and I don't want to misquote it because I actually I have I have the T-shirt of this. Like like this news clipping. Um, it's from the documentary if, you, if you're I'll give you two things if you're really interested on this topic. There's a documentary called more than a Word made by um, John Little and his brother Ken, who um, it's free right now streaming online if you want to watch it through the end of July, you can follow him on Instagram. Um, but I have a shirt um, that he made kind of promoting it. and it, on the on the front of the shirt it says, uh, the state reward for dead Indians has been increased to two hundred dollars for every redskin. And 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 basically, that kind of sums up the genocide of what took place, like right here in Minnesota. Like, like the yeah, Native really. people were like literally hunted for money, like just for their scalps. They're you know, they Redskins. That's a mm-hmm. Native scalp, and they were literally hunted for money so they could remove them from the land, and they and then you know people could take over that right land right here in our backyard, right in Winona, and so. I have that shirt and people are always like and and of course the shirt was made with the the Washington Redskins font and mm-hmm. the Cleveland Indians font, right? Because it's kinda like, whoa. And the shirt I'm it's wearing all related. Right, And the shirt I'm wearing right now says it says Merciless Indian Savages in quotes. And it says Declaration of it's Independence. It's right in there, man.
1: Right. You right. can Happy go read. Independence it. day. Yeah. And Dude, so, I would just want to say yeah. about Scott quickly. The reason that I think that we know a little bit about this is from following your social media. Yeah. So I know that you're not claiming to be you know, some kind of community leader but you are you're a thought leader and a community leader on it and we do appreciate it so I mean we took our fucking takes from you so of course we had to have you on
2: sure well thanks and, and, and like I'll kind of touch on a few other things too like so so if you listen to the pod last week so Eric's Eric and I were having a conversation and we've had a lot over the years but like one of them um, more recently was talking about like the Kansas City Chiefs right not directly racist right but here's what happens if you have uh, a mascot of a school at any level, professional, high school, whatever, at, that has a, a Native American name, right? If it's the Chiefs, if it's the Blackhawks, what what happens is is it opens the door for cultural appropriation, right? It basically gives enables people to show up in you know a headdress or something like that, mm-hmm. right? And so I, I should also mention too, like, w- 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 so within the culture. Like headdressers are such a big deal like in and in, and in, in even like can you the, explain can you explain a little bit why sure so it's so like a single eagle feather for example right like that has to be earned like something's like a bit it's a big deal and it's, it's not very ju- meaningful right thing, yeah. and so for people to just you know throw on some like chicken feathers they got you know on their head and like you know it's like it's like not only are you mocking something that's very sacred and spiritual but at the same time, it's like that's a big deal. That that is to that is to the GOP. Somebody like stolen valor, right? Like mm-hmm. show, like you know what I mean? Yeah, it's the same deal.
3: Someone throwing on a uniform, going to trying to get free Applebee's and something. trying to get the military <laughs> right. discount. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's it you know, and, and so it's 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 the basically the same thing. And and so and also, I should say, like so in the culture, like so if you have if if you earned an eagle feather, right, for for something that you've done. It's not like something you own. Like that's also like another like cultural component. Like so when you see people like you know dressing up in in regalia like headdresses and things like that, like you don't own like you don't own the eagle feather if if you've earned it. Like it's you you take care of it, right? So it's like it's like you look after it while you're here on the earth, and then you go back into the earth, and someone else looks after it, right? It's not yours. Same thing with like a pipe, right? So like that's not yours. You don't own it. You know, say with the land, like that's that's why it was so easy to take land from the natives, right? Because they're like, I don't own it. It's yeah. You know, like we just we just get to take care of it while we're while we're alive, and then we go back into it. And so, like with the that's why like the feathers thing is such like a big deal. The natives are like, you know, what I mean, like like honestly, it's it's like that's very very deep rooted in the culture. So that's why all native mascots have to go every level. Like mm-hmm. my so like for me personally, so, like my dad played at UND. Right back in the '80s, and mm-hmm. they're the fighting suit. Now, now our family is Ojibwe, and so, but you have still got a native guy playing. He's he's an enrolled member of um, Turtle Mountain Band of Ojibwe and Chippewa and um, uh, Belcourt, North Dakota. That's we're originally from North Dakota. So shout out to Breck or to Drecker. There it's, you they, go. Yeah, they're right? awesome it's people. Right? No Um But <laughs> <laughs> a little off topic. I go on tangents. So I'm like, I don't I know this it. pod's going to go because I kind of go in and out. Right, but. So you've got a Native American guy playing for, you know, a Native American mascot that's not his own. And and we can talk about how mishandled, you know, the the Sioux name was with UND and stuff. But there is like a juxtaposition of like you've got a a, a Native American guy playing in a different school, and now he's got a lot of pride in that, right? Because he played at that school, and he, you know, he played for that football team and stuff. So then when this stuff started happening, like people kind of like open up their eyes and go, "Man, there's a lot of racism in these mascots, and they all have to go." You know, at first my dad was like, mm, "Like no way!" Like I, you know, we have like mm-hmm. there's a lot of pride in that, and and UND kind of did try to like bring the the Dakota tribes in the state to UND to try to like, you know, there was I was at a basketball game once and there was like a drum ceremony before the National Anthem. I'm like, okay, so they're trying to like kinda like show like, hey, this isn't like a racism thing. Like we have a lot of pride. And and not saying that people don't, but here's what happens. When you go to now I could. I should also say they should have probably done more with the tribes to try to like get them on board, and they didn't. Like honestly, like how hard would it be for the university to be like to hey, have you know a what? conversation? Well, yeah. every hey, you want every single you know kid from Standing Rock? If you got a three or better, you can have a full ride because we're taking your guys. Yeah. Their <laughs> yeah. logo, like how hard is that? It's not right. But they didn't, and so here's. But but so like here's what happens though. You go to a UND hockey game. And you've got somebody from Denver shows up to play you know, the Fighting Sioux, and he's got a sign that says, fuck the Sioux. Well, as a student, they're like, oh, you know, he's saying, fuck us. It's just a mascot. But if you're native showing up to that game, especially if you're, you know, Lakota, Dakota, you look at that and you go, man, that dude is saying, fuck me. Right. You know, it's different. It hits different. And so that's why they all got to go, because it enables people to do racist things that they may not see it like that.
3: But if the door is there, people are going to take it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So, so let me let me ask an honest question because yeah. I don't know. So, with let's say Florida State, yeah, who they they make a big deal out of the fact that the Seminole Nation is just as much a part of the university sure. as white people, black people, any any other races. Yeah. Do you feel like that is a misappropriation as well? Even though they've, I feel like the the things that I have read, yeah they've gone out of their way to make sure the Seminole nation is included in the decisions to have someone who is from the Seminole nation riding mm-hmm. on the horse and, and, and doing some of the, yep. the pregame things. Do you feel like that's out of place?
2: Well, see, so that's a very good question. So like, so with Florida, they did, and they still do such a good job. Of, this is what UND should have done. UND should have just taken the blueprint from Florida state and used it. And they didn't. Right. So, F- Florida state has like you said they 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 have brought in the Seminole tribes right they they've they've built great relationships with them. They ask them before they do things. They don't, you know what I mean? They're very conscious of people doing racist things that they're,
3: you know Which I mean? is shocking for
2: Florida. Just, just in right. general. Yeah, right? exactly. It, it doesn't make, you know, it's, like, it's like, you know, yeah, it'd make more sense somewhere else. But, it, but to be honest, like that's the
3: difference is that the tribe feels like they're a part of the university. Right. So, if, but are you okay with that? When you say all sure. native mascots have to go, but, you're okay with florida my personal
2: state? perspective and, and i've you know i've been to florida twice in my life i mean honestly i think from a net na- because it's such a national team it should probably should you know okay. and now maybe the tribe doesn't like you know that's their decision right but my thing is this i've i've read the clinical research studies done by georgetown and other places that show the damage that takes place from native american mascots right it's mm-hmm. again it goes back to the kids and people's perspective right and reducing people who've been treated worse than any other group in this country by far in arguably the world from a historical perspective and also like we should talk about like very recently it's not like this is ancient stuff right right, right. and in in reducing them to a mascot now one of the arguments that people always like to make and you kind of touched on it last week james with the vikings thing right so it's like well people's you know, I'm Norwegian and, you know, we can do the Viking singer. You know, I'm Irish and there's fighting Irish. I'm like, wow, you know, Vikings don't exist anymore. Right. right. And Vikings, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the whole Irish thing, it's like, oh, their mascot's a leprechaun. And, and you're like, yeah. well, the Irish didn't have a very great either. Yeah, well, they weren't, you know, things murdered have, for money. Things yeah. have turned out yeah. a little yeah. better for
0: the yeah. Irish. I mean, people love to pretend that the Irish have had. Oh, it's such a cop. Have had a lot of torment and torture for right. for a long time. It's not that hard to be an Irish guy in the U.S. And but, yeah. I mean, it was like
3: in New York City. Yeah. 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 They had a like hard kind time of yeah, hired yeah. for a while.
1: Okay, it's like but, ten or twenty years, and then they turned out they looked white, just like everybody else, and then they couldn't tell and it was but, over.
2: But but like for people who so so, just if you're listening, so people give you that argument, right? The Vikings don't exist anymore, and when they did, they weren't the greatest people. Okay, right. Uh, and and you know the Irish thing. Yep, yeah, you're right. You're, the Irish people face some challenges. My mom's Irish, and 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 she's got some stories about you know through immigration and whatnot. Absolutely true, but. The difference is, is that the things that have done have been done to Native American people in this country for so long are so horrible. Like literally, I've got I've got stories from family members that I've heard that would like literally like make you sick. Mm. People are still alive today that experience these things. Yeah. I mean, you, we talk about how many movies have been made about like you know 1940s and Nazi Germany and all World War II. The things that have been done to Jewish people through uh, through World War II. Same things, if not worse, were done to Native American people for centuries, including people who are still alive today, okay? Mm-hmm. And and I, the one thing I don't want to forget to talk about is, because most people don't know about it, is Indian boarding schools, okay? Mm-hmm. Eric knows about it because he's, he's taught history, right? So, but up until recently, it was never taught. Like, I, you know, people are like, oh, what is an Indian boarding school? Well, across, you know, the United States and Canada, basically what happened is they And and if you if you want you know I know there's a lot of Netflix buffs on here watch the screencast. There's a there's a movie on on uh, Netflix called Indian Horse, and it's incredible, and it it basically outlines like. Outlines a lot of like what what happened to a lot of people. Basically, these native kids like stolen from their families, taken to schools far away. This happened to my my grandpa. Survived Indian boarding schools, quote unquote. Survived because you know I'm not. I I hesitate to go down because I know my family's gonna listen to this. Like a lot of stuff is very personal, right? Like my grandpa's still alive, and and you know, and and my dad lived through some trauma. And there's generational trauma because of Indian boarding schools. But basically, what's happened, and I've told people in my opinion of everything that's happened. To natives in this country over the you know hundreds of years, the worst thing was Indian boarding schools, and people were like, oh, how? Like, mm. like stolen land, uh, massacres, you know, bounties, you know, how? Well, because you can take out chunks of populations, but when you take away the culture and you instill
0: language, religion, language,
2: religion, white men- values, a mental yeah. stability, okay. You take these kids, and you'll see it in the movie, and it's all true. And, and even worse, something. Sorry, happen. what was it called? Indian, Indian Horse. Horse. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's got a sports component too, which is kind of cool. If you, you'll you'll think it's, it took place in Canada, because Canada did the same thing as the United States government did. Sure. And basically, the idea was it was kill the Indian, save the man. So basically, whitewash these kids, right? Well, what happens is you take these kids away from their families, and you you know you literally beat the shit out of them mentally and physically, and you and the schools are run by nuns and priests. So it was like a Protestant boot camp. It was essentially. I mean, it was the, the literally like you can't make up some of the stuff that happened there, right? And so then what happens is these kids come back with tons of trauma. Some of them died. Like a lot of them died. Like I think phew, well into the thousands and thousands, right? Of two hundred fifty thousand kids, and I don't know what the percentage was that died. Didn't even come back because they get sick or you Know killed Mm -hmm. right, like literally, and so beat to death, and they come back and they're like, they watched their friends die, or they got raped by a priest, or they wet the bed because they were so scared. And they'd wake up and they'd get their face shoved in it and their ass kicked, like, and then they go back to school and they didn't know how to speak English yet, so they get their ass kicked again because they're, or they didn't know how to say the Hail Mary, so they get their ass kicked again, right? And then they come back to their tribes. Well, now they hate their parents because. Well, a lot of reasons. Like, why did you let that happen to me? Mm-hmm. You know, they taught me that this is all wrong and fake. They cut their hair. They, you know, identify, like, like the, they'd come back and they'd move places uh, like New Mexico and then identify as a Mexican person because they don't want to be Ojibwe, right? Crazy. And tell, you know, marry the whitest person they find because they want to wipe out the bloodlines. Like, I mean, it's crazy. And so when you, when you, like, <laughs> when you view it from that perspective, like when you can, when you can view the world from like knowing and understanding the history and the trauma like when you you know people make jokes about like you know drunk indians well you know that kid came back with a lot of issues mm-hmm. that are unresolved and he to to self medicate right you know it's, i'm not saying it's right to do that right but i'm saying like, like let's understand why you get it mm-hmm. yeah and so and it, you know it, that, that that's kind of my point in all this is like if people i think if people like actually took time and it's as simple as even like watching, like I said, watching Indian horse, right? It's a good movie. It's actually really good. And you you know, spend a couple hours watching it. You're like, Whoa, that's real history that I never learned about.
3: Why? Whoa. Yeah.
2: Cause the government controls what you learn in school. So why For would sure. they paint themselves in a negative light?
3: Well, I try and, and be, I'm not gonna say woke. I try and be up to date on a lot of things. I've never heard of Indian boarding schools. Before. Right. Yeah. Like literally why coming out of his have, mouth. Right? It's mean. the first time I've ever heard him say that. Mm-hmm. And, I'm shocked. I read an article by, it
1: was like a long form journalism from the Times or something from like five ten years ago about it. And I was, it was hard to read. Very, it was real accounts and stuff. And it's the craziest
2: stuff you'll ever hear. I want to see that movie. Yes, I'll watch it. I'm telling you, man, like I'm not trying to say one thing is worse than the other, but people talk about Nazi Germany and the horrific things that happen to Jewish people. I'm telling you, just as bad if not worse I'll, I'll give you one story and i and and this kind of like epitomizes it for me especially as a dad so this in this story second okay so somebody from um my family's tribe in north dakota talked about when um their grandma who's still alive um there's a lot of people who's still alive who survived this right mm-hmm. they told the story about that their grandma told them when she went off to boarding schools, her and her best friend, they were like, you know, 13, 14, something like that. They were on the, the older side. And her, her grandma's friend was like the priest's favorite. She got raped a lot, okay? Um, got pregnant. Not okay uh, at the, from the school standpoint. Like, this can't get out. Yeah. So they like, held her in the basement of the school. And um, she was there for months and months and months. And her friend would go visit her down in the basement of the school. And, like, I don't know, like, seven months later, uh, her friend goes into labor, priest and some nuns and, like, the school nurse and some other people down there. And she's down there, like, hearing her friend screaming in labor in this other room. And watched as two nuns walked out of the room with this baby that her friend just had, still alive, like, just had, and threw it in the school's, like, stove furnace. And she watched it and she talks about how she's like 80 something years old and can still smell it and hear like the screaming for 10 seconds till it died. Like crazy stuff. Yeah. Okay. And nobody, like you said, nobody knows about this. Yeah. Right? Because it doesn't get taught in schools because it's so horrible and paints the government such a bad light because it's such a stain. Oh, yeah. And so, like when There's you a know lot of the all. history, when you know what people have been through, when you know the scars that people are living with, like you, when you see somebody go to a game, like you see those pictures of people going to Cleveland Indian games with red face and headdresses on, and then and you know the history and the trauma that these people have been through, and you see that, you're like, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. And Ooh. so I'm so happy. And and on, to be honest, like I have to give credit to like the Black Lives Matters movement and the, everything that happened with George Floyd because that wouldn't have made people flip the switch and go, all right, we need to make some decisions yeah. about how we want to progress as a society, right? And so ever since that happened, I didn't honestly, I didn't know if in my lifetime I would get to see the names changed. And I've, really? obviously, you guys know I've been an advocate for it for a long time. Yep. but I didn't know if I would get to see it in my lifetime. If you'd have told me I'd see it by thirty-two, I'd have been like, "Yeah, right." Right. What you know? How? And and You're like,
1: did I Dan guess. Snyder die? <laughs> right. So, like, no, yeah. right. right. <laughs> see, I think that, that wouldn't have done it. That would not have done it.
0: I think what's so crazy is that we've had many conversations over the years about this. That I always felt like there was a difference between the intent of the name. Like, mm-hmm. no one thought that the Redskins or the Indians were okay. And when I thought about it before, I always thought the chiefs, they're trying to do something. This is something brave. This is something good. This Mm -hmm. is something proud. Maybe don't use the word brave. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. But something
2: like a a trait that corresponds with good traits. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I
0: I just thought it was something that like, I always thought of it as intent. Mm -hmm. And I always thought that some were really inappropriate. And I thought that some were better. Um, And, I guess, you know, over, you know, being friends with you and talking with you and hearing your take on things, it's made me realize that the intent is is never really the problem. It's irrelevant. It's it's what happens with the people who are too stupid to understand that what they're doing is inappropriate or maybe mm-hmm. they're not too stupid to understand. And so, it's it's like with everything in life. It's not for me to decide what is okay. If it hurts you, if it hurts others, if it hurts children, it isn't okay. And it just shouldn't be something that we should fight for. And Mm. I just think it's so crazy when you hear people who want to keep racist statues and racist names and racist things and pretend like it's part of our culture and our past. Yeah, it's the fucking shittiest part of our past. And we should all be ready to get rid of it. Like I said
3: last week, there's no statues of Adolf Hitler or Joseph Gables mm-hmm. or any of those guys existing in Germany, and it shouldn't be that way in the right, U.S.
1: Right. You know, one thing I think is interesting is it's almost not fair to the fans to have a mascot like that because you know shouldn't yeah. you be able to dress up as your mascot? Right. Be so able change to buy, the buy fucking... your team
2: jersey and not feel like you're a pile of shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like we don't or, even or say worse. Redskins or on the thing. We
1: call it the R words. Yeah, I mean, and we've and done usually, that
2: for a while. And, and to be honest, I, I. Purposely don't, uh, like in text especially, mm-hmm. write out Redskins. And obviously, we're talking about the top, so I'm not going to censor myself on you. right. It, we purposely don't, need to don't because it's it, about that. It is a slur, right? Yeah. And so I, I purposely do that because it makes people go, oh that's not something i should be saying yeah you know what i mean it's the same thing with the n word when people censor it right when they write it in text mm-hmm. or you know if they're it, it, obviously we're not texting yeah <laughs> 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 I mean, like, you've you know, exposed I mean, us here yeah, i know but i was like if you're gonna write a slur of any kind right you're gonna censor it and so that's my point yes, is, is to, to, to draw attention to the fact that it, it is so it's defined as a slur yeah uh, yeah but but you're right, like dude, like, that would suck to, you know, to live in Washington and be like, man, I'm a big football fan, but I got f- my local teams.
1: You can't yeah, you can't really dress up as it. So change it. Change right? it to something they can get yeah. behind and, and wear proudly and look as stupid as they fucking want to. Look right. as dumb as the Oakland Raiders fans right. do. Go for it. So, go to town on it.
0: So the the news of today was that the Braves are saying that they will not. Look at changing their name at all, which is disappointing. They but said they, we'll
1: never change the name, but they
0: said so did we Dan will. Snyder, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we will the look at rocks. getting yeah, rid of the yeah. very strong on the it. racist tomahawk chop chant. Oh, sure which, they will. Yeah. yeah so
2: I, I, here's the thing: like, I don't blame because because change is hard. Change is always hard, even good changes. How You get a promotion at work. Well, now you got to, you know, even if you're moving to a nice corner office, you still got to move and pack up all your crap. New right? pressures and you, and you share, Yeah, yeah of you don't get to, sh- you know, share the same, you know, break room microwave with Steve and, you know, from accounting. You miss Steve. Right? Maybe you
1: fucking miss Steve. Yeah. I don't know. And
2: so change is always hard, even good change. <laughs> and so I get that people don't want to change, right? People like their habits. People like, you know, keeping things the same way they've always been in traditions. I get it, man. I get it. But I think looking back, you know, I talk about this especially. You know, we have kids, and so I'm like, I don't want to get to the point where I'm old and my, you know, my daughter's in her 20s. She's like, Dad, how is that been? How is that okay? Like, how did you guys support that? Like, yeah. why weren't you banging on the, you know, that's, that's why I like post so much stuff, right? About and talk to people and have conversations like this all the time because I don't want to get old and, and, you know, tell people that are younger than me that I wasn't banging, you know, banging down doors and telling everybody that this is wrong. Mm-hmm. And, so, and that's the same thing with every social justice issue, right? If, if you only talk about the things that affect you, then, you know, you don't stand very, you know, high. You don't stand mm-hmm. on much, right? And and so, I don't know. I, we're, I hate, hate to go down a lot of tangents, right? Because I do that. But um, it is something where I personally feel like if, you, if you're going to stand for, for one Thing that's you know not equal, right? You should stand for all things that are mm-hmm. unequal. It, this right. whole yeah. time has yeah. made
0: me think of like of examples that could be offensive to to um, majority groups of people that they'd find really offensive, and it made me think like. If there was a team that was like uh, you know, had religious paraphernalia, like religious, you know sure. imagery as their their like logo. Like a
1: WNBA team that's like the nuns and, and like everybody like, oh, just makes like, a huge joke. Like, and they had like the tent.
0: the cross was their logo and like they, they were they had it with pride, but then like some areas weren't Christian, mm-hmm. and so then they would have like upside down crosses yeah. and like, they They'd would come do things, to things the like that. Games, you know, our, yeah, dress yeah.
3: up dress up as Satan, yeah. like as like a, a counteractive. And that. then everyone would be
0: like, dude, the cross is sacred to christians like it's really inappropriate it's not okay you shouldn't have the cross Mm -hmm, upside down you shouldn't do that oh my gosh they have a broken cross on a sign that's so rude christians are gonna be offended jesus
3: is brown in that picture yeah (laughs) and then you're
0: like shit who went back in time yeah Yeah. (laughs) but 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 for real like you know i've been thinking about that like like there are things that people would be so Mm -hmm. offended if you imagine that there was like the charleston christians and then like people were painting you know, upside down crosses are everywhere yeah. and they were having broken crosses and they were mocking them in song and everything, yeah. or they were dressing up as, as, um, pagans or they were dressing way, up as yeah. pedophile priests, you know, like, or you, you yeah. could have <laughs> just said priests. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, Ryan is going
2: so fucking
1: hard today. Oh, man, and I I'm just, a...
2: I love it. I, I stand that. <laughs> but so, so to your point though, about like majority groups, right? So I had a I had a friend of mine say to me like one time when, you know about the whole oh it's just cancel culture i you know i think it's reevaluating you know what our values
3: are right that's my personal take mm-hmm.
2: but he but one of the things he said which, was, which is
3: by the way a very mature stance yeah, to yeah, take like a human yeah, thing on something like that yeah right
2: but what he said was he's like it just seems like we're trying to cater to everybody all the time and my immediate my immediate response was i'm like well you're a you're 30 something white english-speaking heterosexual male literally everything in our society is catered to you mm-hmm. everywhere you go everything everywhere you go everything is catered to you so how can you say that making you know when you go to like uh, so psycho Susie's down the road the bathroom you know there's there's the stalls where it's like it's just a door and it's anyone can use it right you know mm-hmm. your handicap you know male female anything in between you know that's your bathroom right and they you know they have a sign outside or whatever what oh we're just catering to everybody. It's like, dude, everything's been catered to your whole life. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and so I we, don't see what's so fucking yeah. wrong with and, that. And, oh, what's you know what? Honestly, I don't want to go take a piss with you know nine guys in the bathroom, like in the basement of gas stops in a trough. I'd yeah. rather have a bathroom myself. <laughs> you know <laughs> that sounds fantastic. So, so I think I think like I said, going kind of circling back there, it's I I just think that if people kinda just use this time, right, this this horrible twenty twenty year that it's been, to find the silver lining of we're going to look at things with a different perspective this year. Right, right, we're taking an opportunity to, this time to pause and say, okay, what do we want to take with us out of this shitty year and what do we want to leave behind? All right, what yeah. are we, what's going to come into 2020 2021 with us, right? And so that's that's co- I kind of have viewed everything that's happened so far this year, is, you know, all the horrible things. It's like, okay, what are we what do we want to ditch? What do we want to keep? And I and I hope that um, you know, racism is something that we start to push out at the back end. Yeah, you know, I think
0: we're going to decide if we ditch racism in November. <laughs>
2: Um, so yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um yeah anything else from you big guy
2: no man i appreciate like i said i appreciate the time and i really appreciate the fact that you you know you guys are the only you know me, any media platform that i've found that has actually invited a guest on who's native to speak on uh this issue
3: and well, I So hope, it's really cool i hope you feel like we let you do most of the talking because a lot of times you know in the first part of the sportscast we said a bunch of like nonsense and this is really then fucking serious. Super this is really yeah, fucking serious, like, and this is important. Like Whether or not the NBA players are getting the appropriate amount of nutrition in their hotel room, we really couldn't care less. But this kind of stuff like, really speaks to what we all believe as a podcast. And so having someone like you on is extremely important, and we're so glad that we, again, and we've said this many times, three white dudes from the Midwest that have had very little like intrusion into our daily life because of who we are or what we believe except for that day where we had to wear
0: masks out in
3: public that one time (laughs) fuck my freedom no so like like having you on and like listening to your stories makes me angry and sympathetic but also motivates me to ensure a better future for not only like your kids but mine and it's all inclusive and and that's what it should be about and that's the whole message
2: Well, I appreciate it, guys. And again if people do want to like continue the conversation like uh, I know you guys reposted me on your Instagram or whatever mm-hmm. you can follow me on there and see all my <laughs> yeah what's your what's your it's dude, just my really, first I mean, yeah no it's my so it's my first name last name uh, four zero and, and that's on Instagram so it's it's Scott Wilkie S-C-O-T-T W-I-L-K-I-E four zero at Gmail and, er, <laughs> that's my email <laughs> you want to spam say, him you spam want to, him we you don't do any
1: editing
3: so say, now that's out there you want to sign me up for yeah.
2: some beauty <laughs> counter <laughs> <laughs> you're, the uh, mid-level yeah. marketing is really going to pour out yeah, here them. it comes no but but uh you might can be, hit me might, up if you have might. any questions or honestly if, you, if yeah. you you know if you're like hey you know I, I just want to continue the conversation like i'm passionate about this stuff yeah, definitely and again Please the two do. you know the two things that if people want to check it out are um, more than a word it's a documentary by. Um, John little and his brother Ken um, dr. John little I should say he just graduated from the U with his doctorate and um, uh, it's really impressive basically it talks about the entire history of uh, the Redskins organization and, and native mascots and why they have to go um, and then on Netflix the movie about Indian boarding schools is called the Indian Horse and it's cool it's got a Canadian like hockey component to it so it's pretty sweet so yeah check those out and uh, if you want to uh, hit me up and ask me any questions on you know social media go for it
0: All right. Well, thanks so much for coming on. That's all the time we have on this episode of the Northeast Podcast. We'll be back with you guys next week. Go back, check out our first episode. We had a fire uh, screencast earlier in the week, so go check that one out as well. Um, But until next week, thanks for listening to the Northeast Podcast.